Every now and then something happens that changes everything. We've learned that the hard way this year. But sometimes it's meeting somebody that changes everything. Or falling in love that changes everything. Every now and then something happens that changes everything. And every now and then something happens that lasts forever. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. John, in his gospel, states it simply. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Simple, right? Yet scholars have written volumes trying to explain or understand the Word becoming flesh. We're going to do a little theology for just a couple minutes, but bear with me. What is this Word? It's, it's more, it's not the, the written Word in the Bible. It's not any human Word that we can find in a dictionary. The Word became flesh. It is the word spoken at creation. At creation, the world was without shape or form, and darkness covered the deep, and the Holy Spirit hovered over the water. And then God, creator, spoke, let there be light. And there was light. That's the word John is talking about. God didn't plug anything in. God didn't build anything. He didn't even lift a finger. He simply spoke, let there be light. And there was light. This word that was at the beginning, this word that created the mountains and the valley, this word that said to the ocean, stop right there and come no farther. This Word that flung the stars into the heaven and set the sun and the moon on their courses. This word that created everything we know. That word became flesh, became one of us. Pinch me, see if it's real. That word that created everything became a creature in creation. Simple, right? Miraculous, wondrous. I don't even, I can't even really think of an analogy. Maybe in those old Norman Rockwell paintings, you know, every so often there's Norman Rockwell standing in the crowd. But it's more than that. It's more than the painter being in the painting. It's the word that created everything being alive within creation. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. It didn't just visit, it didn't just hover, but it moved in, moved into our world, moved into our lives, moved into our neighborhood, became alive, breathing, heart pumping, eyes watering. The word that created everything became flesh and made 
his home, made his home with us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father. When the word that created everything became flesh, God became closer to us in relationship, deeper relationship with us. God, creator, became father. Because when the word became flesh, it became son. God, father, son, and Holy Spirit. When the word became flesh, God became deeper relating to us than ever before. Before, God had appeared to specific individuals in just a short time. God's word had come to prophets or maybe in a heavenly messenger. But now the word was alive in the world, living, breathing. The word became flesh and made its home with us. And we have seen It's his glory, the glory of the one and only Son that comes from the Father, full of grace and truth. How, how did this happen? I believe it happened in the power of love. Because John, in just a couple more chapters, tells us that God so loved the world that he gave us his only Son. It's love that took that word of creation, that word from on high, and brought it down and made it alive within the world. Father and Son, full of grace and truth. Look at our own lives and relationships. The people we love, oh, we need grace. I know I need grace when I mess up. And I hope I have the strength to offer grace when those I love make mistakes. And when we love, we need truth, don't we? When we love someone, we, we, we need them to be truthful to, to us and, and we be truthful to them or else love evaporates like a rain in the summer. We saw his glory. We have seen his glory. The glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. We may not fully understand it, but that'll never keep us from accepting it and living in it. The Word became flesh. God came to live with us. God came to live our life just like we live it. God came to live in our fallen arches and our sore feet after a long shift. God came to live in all of our aches and pains when we get up in the morning. God came to live in the coo of a baby, in the excitement of a child on Christmas morning, or heading out into the snow to go sled riding. God came to live in all of our excitement and wonder about life, all of our hopes and dreams. God came to live even in the tears that run down our cheek when our heart is broken. 
God came to embody our laugh. When we laugh at others and when we laugh at ourselves, when we laugh simply at life itself, God came to to live with us, moved into the neighborhood, made his dwelling, made his home with us. And it's not something that just happened then. It's something that happens now because God's love's available to all of us. God loves us more than we can ever understand, comprehend, or know. Because he came to live our life just the way we live it. And if we open our heart to him, he will live in us forever. Every now and then something happens that changes everything. That's what we celebrate this week. And every now and then something happens that lasts forever. Because God's love is eternal. And if we take God at his word, we too can be eternal. If we hitch our wagon to that star, we can live forever. Let's open our hearts to Christ this Christmas, knowing that he loves us and knowing that he comes to walk our life with us every day. Amen and amen.